Good evening. Today we'll be studying the 14th chapter of Hilchot Isurebia. And this chapter is probably one of the more um, relevant chapters, as um, the accepting of Gerim is something that's done pretty frequently. Um, this chapter, again, as I just mentioned, will deal with the process of the accepting of Gerim. We'll also speak about the uh, Gerut, sorry, the Ger's. Um, status and relationship in regards to the Arayot. We'll also touch on um, the same question in regards to Avadim and Shefahot. How exactly are um, righteous Gerim uh, to be accepted? Once he comes to um, to um, be converted, and we check and inquire, and we don't find any ulterior motive that he may have to convert. We say the following to him, What did you see, um, and why did you come forth to become a ger? Uh, don't you know that the Jewish people at the present time are um, conflicted and persecuted and oppressed and are um, washed away and displaced? That's what misuhafim um, turafim is a uh, language that's used in regards to boats. So, for example, a sefina mitarefet layam is a boat that. Um, is displaced and goes from place to place. Um, and that um, suffering in difficult times um, come to the Jewish people. Amar, ani ani If he says that I know and I do feel that I am worthy, we accept him immediately as a ger. And we um, make him acquainted with the principles of Yehadut, of Yehadut, of the law. Shehu Yehud Hashem Isur Abu and two of the most fundamental ones are um, the oneness of Hakadosh Baruch Hu and the prohibition of doing um, idolatry. Um, as we mentioned before, um, this is a little bit, as we'll see, um, this and the next few halachot are. Um, kind of a touch uh, back to Sefer Hamadah and a little bit of Hilchot Yesodeh Torah because just as um, Harambam opened his book to those who are already Jewish and began it with um, certain fundamental beliefs, so too when some in fundamental beliefs and certain awarenesses that a person has um, prior to doing all the mitzvot, so too a ger, um, we let the ger know the fundamentals of the law and certain awarenesses that he must know, must know of um, once he becomes a Yehudi. Again, this is all before he does any mitzvot, just as again Harambam opens his um, Sefer uh, Mishneh Torah with certain fundamental beliefs before introducing um, any mitzvot that one must practice. So, we let him know the again fundamentals of the law, which are. Um, the oneness of God and the prohibition of, to do Avodah Zarah. And we um, actually discussed this at 
um, in great detail and in great length because if this because once a, if a person understands and knows the fundamentals of the law and knows why he is doing the mitzvot and to whom he is doing the mitzvot, meaning to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, um, the mitzvot don't aren't simply something in a practice that he does casually out of routine. Rather, um, they are um, based pretty heavily on um, these two uh, fundamental ideas. And we also discuss with him uh, certain um, lighter mitzvot and some of the more weighty um, mitzvot. But in regards to this, we don't discuss this um, at great length. As we mentioned in Hilchot Teshuvah, the hamurot, the mitzvot hamurot are those violations that one would be um, liable for mitat bedin or karet um, and shavuat shav and shavuat sheker um, is also considered one of the hamurot and any of the other mitzvot mitzvot that don't have karet or again are not shavuat shav and sheker are considered um, the kalot but we don't go into great detail with him at that point we also um, are explicit with him in regards to the transgression, transgression of not leaving leket shechecha pe'a or ma'asesheni. Leket is the um, produce that may fall during the time of harvest, that is, that belongs to the poor people. Shechecha is any produce that was forgotten by the owner of the um, of the field, which is also for the anim. Pe'a is also is the corner of the field that was that is left uncut or unharvest, which belongs to the anim as well. And Ma'asir Ani is 10% of the produce um, on the third and sixth year of the Shemitah cycle, also is given to the Aniyim. And Harambam mentions these mitzvot explicitly um, is because they, um, they it, for a couple of reasons. First, I think they, um, Harambam lists these because these are more societal um, and communal, communal mitzvot, and mitzvot that will allow him to integrate into the community easier. Um, but also, uh, it seems that Rambam mentions these mitzvot and not others is because they um, they display um, a sense of, um, of community and of benevolence that he gives his produce um, and leaves the produce for someone else, which um, and in doing so, he does not receive any benefit um, back at all. So it's a type of hesed um, that he does for um, the aniyim in order to um, to instill the sense of um, benevolence again towards others. Um, we also um, mentioned to him the um, pun the um, the um, punishment for violating the mitzvot. How exactly is this done? We say to him the following. Don't you know that until you reached this point um, and accept the uh, mitzvot, if you ate halev, which is forbidden fats of the animal, halev, um, as we'll see, in the next um, treaties is 
um, certain uh, fats in a behemah that are prohibited to be eaten. Um, so if you would have eaten halev until now, um, you would have not been um, liable for the punishment of kareh. If you violated Shabbat, you would not be liable for the punishment of sekila. And now, once you convert, if you eat halev, you will be liable for karet. And if you violate Shabbat, you will be liable for sekila. But we don't over um, overdo it and over caution um, the um, this person and carry and get carried away and get into too much detail. We don't de- get into too much detail with him in order for him not to um, get weary and to stray away from the good path onto the evil path. Because um, a person at first is attracted um, only with pleasing and kind and gentle words. Um, as the Navi Hoshea says, I will draw them with um, soft um, ropes of man, and then I will draw them nearer with um, thicker with thicker ropes of love. Halacha Dalid. And so too, just as we let him know the punishment for violating the mitzvot, we also tell him uh, the reward for um, doing the mitzvot. And we let him know that the one he, if he does these mitzvot, he will acquire haye um, olam haba which is life in the world to come. And um, we tell him that there is no perfectly righteous individual, but an individual who is learned and performs these commandments, these instructions, these mitzvot properly, and um, and is aware of them. Um, as I mentioned, this is... Um, um, an allusion, I think, to um, Sefer um, Hamada, um, Elu Ve'yodean. Um, Sefer Hamada, as we mentioned, is the book of um, awareness and different things that a person has to be aware of, that a Yehudi has to be aware of. So once the Ger um, is aware of the mitzvot um, and does them, obviously, he will, be, he will, he will gain Olam And again, just something to note that Harambam um, emphasizes here, again, the fact that the mitzvot have to be done um, from a deep um, understanding of why um, a person is doing them, and again, to whom he is doing them, he is doing doing them to serve Hakadosh Baruch Hu, not just um, as a routine that he does um, on the side, uh, in a way that sometimes people um, view um, certain religions that it's just simply a practice that someone does casually on the side. Um, Am Yisrael is a little bit different. Um, mitzvot are something that we live and something that we are aware of all the time and is a part of our lives as Yehudim, not simply something that we practice, like in other religions, religions uh, or other nations. The Omerinlo. 
And we also tell him that you should know that Olam Haba is um, only something that is kept for those who are righteous, um, namely the Jewish nation. And that which you see the Jewish people in distressful and difficult times in this world, there is a hidden and um, and and there is a hidden benevolence that is kept for them. Because they cannot receive um, the abundance of good in this world um, like the other nations. Because it might cause them to be arrogant and stray um, and stray away and lose the um, reward of Olam Haba. Just as um, the pasuk in Devarim Parashat Ha'azinu says that um, the Jewish, pe- the Jewish, pe- that Yeshurun, which is um, another name for the Jewish people, the Jewish people got fat and kicked away um, Hakadosh Baruch Hu, um, because of because they were uh, basking in the good times and in all the um, produce and all the um, benevolence that HaKadosh Baruch Hu bestowed upon them and totally forgot HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Um, this is actually some really, really good Musar, the Harambam here, and insight that Harambam is providing for us as to why the situation of the Jewish people is never, um, uh, for example, never is never, uh, I would say, um, as good or as um, harmonious and utopic as other nations are. But, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu does not bring their total destruction too much that they can't handle regarding the Jewish people. In order for them obviously not to be destroyed. And rather, the other nations um, dissipate and disappear, but the Jewish people um, are still around. And this is true um, even today after 2,000 years of persecution. Um, and Harambam's words here are um, so uh, clear and so on point and beautiful um, that as we live here um, in the 21st century, um, it doesn't get more clearer when we look back at Jewish history, um, at the um, truth of what Harambam here is teaching us. And we, um, and we expand on this idea um, in order to um, in order to um, have him come closer and in order for him to fall in love with Yadut and to um, feel um, excited and happy that he's doing the right thing or not. And if he um, decides and chooses not to um, go forward with the conversion process and does not want to accept uh, the mitzvot and accept the yoke of becoming a Yehudi, he goes on his way and uh, we forget about him. But if he did in fact choose to accept and become uh, part of Am Yisrael, um, we don't hesitate and Right away, we take him to do the Berit Mila. But if he was already, Mila was already done on him and he was already circumcised, um, a drop, uh, we draw a little bit of blood um, representing the Berit. Um, yes, a drop of blood of the Berit should be drawn from him. 
Um, and we wait for him to become fully healed, and then uh, we dip him in the mikveh. As you mentioned in um, the previous chapter, one of the elements of um, Gerut is the um, is the dipping in the mikveh. Ushlosha Omedin Agabav and three Jewish males above the age of 13 um, must be standing uh, over him while he dips into the mikveh. And we again um, let him know uh, and inform him for inform him a second time uh, of some of the less uh, and more weighty mitzvot while he stands in the water about to dip into the mikveh. And if the um, person who was coming to convert was a woman. Nashim moshivot otah b'mayim ad savara. She should be attended by women who place her into the water up to her neck. Umodiin uh, otam iktsat mitzvot kalot umiktsat mitzvot hamurot. Vehi yoshevet b'mayim and the in the three Jewish men um, inform her about um, some of the more weighty mitzvot and some of the lighter mitzvot while she is inside the water. This is done, obviously, so the members of the Betin um, don't see her um, naked. And another solution, as we mentioned, in Hilchot Yom Tov, Perik Dalet, is that she may um, dip in the water with a type of loose um, garment if she um, doesn't want to um, stand in the water and have the water cover her. And then um, she dips in the mikveh in their presence, but they turn around and leave in order not to see her naked when she comes out of um, the um, water again to, because of the tzeniut that is, um, that is kept in, throughout this entire process. And once this individual is made into, this man or woman is made into a ger tzedek, um, the Torah uh, instructs us, obviously, to um, love him um, more than we typically would another Jew and to be, um, and to have a very pleasant relationship with him as we'll see Be'ezat Hashem in Hilchot Mechira Perik Yod And um, obviously, it is absolutely forbidden to um, embarrass him or, say anything that would remind him um, of his past um, because again he um, prior to becoming a Jew he was a goy and any anyone who um, becomes a Jewish becomes Jewish um, would not like to be reminded of certain um, things that would that they've done in their past um, obviously again if they were sensitive issues and something that they wouldn't want to to um, be brought up. Halakha Zayn. Now we'll get into the topic of Ger Toshav. Uh, really interesting um, topic. And as we'll see, um, there are certain, um, if anyone surfs the internet a little bit, um, certain people who claim they are Gerim Toshavim, um, but as we'll see, um, it doesn't really apply nowadays. Ezehu Ger Toshav. What exactly is a um, Ger Toshav? And also, just that for anyone, just as um, a reminder, Harambam does talk about these topics of Ger Toshav and Ben Enoah uh, in Hilchot 
Melachim Perek Het. And again, just as a quick rundown, a Ger Toshav is someone who um, accepts um, the seven Mitzvot Ben Enoah. Um, and again, this only applies in Eretz Yisrael. So as a Ger Toshav, what exactly is a Ger Toshav? This is a um, non-Jew who accepts not to worship Abu Dazaral along and also accepts um, the other seven Mitzvot Ben Enoah. And he did not do Brit Milah or dip in the Mikveh. We accept this type of individual and let him live among us. Um, and is considered um, of the and is considered a righteous Gentile. And why is he called a Toshav, a resident? Because we um, are permitted to have him live among us in Eretz Israel, as we mentioned in um, Hilchot Abu Dazara. If anyone doesn't remember, um, it is prohibited to have an Oved Abu Dazara live um, in Eretz Israel, and we are actually instructed to destroy all of the Abu Dazara in Eretz Israel. And again, once um, the Jewish um, and Halakha is instituted as the law of the land, and this prohibition is actually not um, a quote-unquote religious prohibition, rather this is um, a type of political instruction because the Abu because by you saying that this Abu by having Abu Dazarah in Eretz Israel, um, it's pretty much a front to Hakadosh Baruch Hu and saying that this Abu Dazarah is my master, um, not um, Hakadosh Baruch Hu. We only accept um, a Ger Toshav when the Yovel, um, the 50-year cycle um, of the, of, of the, um, of the, yeah, the 50-year cycle of the Yovel um, is practiced. But nowadays, um, and nowadays, even if he accept this Ger Toshav accepted the entire Torah except for one mitzvah, we don't accept him as a Ger Toshav. If he wants, he can do the Gerut, but we don't accept him as a Ger Toshav nowadays. Halacha het. Ha'eved ha'nilkach min ha'goyim. Now we'll move to the topic of Eved, that is an Eved, a servant that is taken from the Goyim. En omerim lomara ita shebata. We don't tell him or inquire about him. What did you see to come and join us? Rather, we simply ask him, is it your desire to join um, the population of the Jewish servants and be um, one of the and be um, and be among them or not? If he agrees, we inform him about the fundamentals of the law. Um, some of the uh, weight, more weighty mitzvot, some of the lighter mitzvot, as we um, inform the ger. And we dip him in the water of a mikveh like a ger. And we um, also caution him a second time about the mitzvot, inform him rather about the mitzvot once he is in the water, similar to what we do with a ger. If he did not want to accept, we try and convince him for 12 months. If he still doesn't want to accept to be a Jewish servant, 
he is sold to the goyim and it is forbidden for a jew to um, keep him under his domain more than 12 months but if he um, if the servant made a condition um, that from the get-go that he would not do mila or um, tevila rather he'll be like a get toshav and not dip um, or do mila again like a regular it is permissible for the Jew to have him as a servant while he is a ger toshav. We don't um, keep these types of servants under our domain. Um, again, only during the time that the yovel, the 50-year cycle, is um, occurring and is kept. Halacha yod. Um, goyim uh, are not forbidden um, in regards to um, prohibited relations aside from um, a goy's mother um, or his um, what his father's wife or his sister that was born from his mother or um, the wife of a married woman or a, another male or having relations with another male or having relations with an animal as we will mention in but they are permitted to have relations um, with anyone aside from these this is um, here is explicit in one of the mitzvot one of the sheva mitzvot is um, the forbidden relations, and those were the ones pretty much that um, a goy is forbidden to have um, relations with. Halacha yod alef. Ger shinit gayer ve'evet shinish tahrer, harehu kekatan shenolad, a someone that converted and a um, servant who was freed, Obviously, after the servant um, dipped l'shem abdut and then becomes a full Jew, they are considered like minors, one as if as minors when they're born. And any relative that would, be, while he was a goy or while he was an evid, that would be forbidden to him while they were a goy or an evid, and are not considered to be relatives to them. And also, additionally, if um, he, along with they, the, uh, those people that he would be for, forbidden to be with while he's a goy, all convert, if he has relations with one of them, he would not be liable um, for um, for erva. Um, just as just to sum this up, um, a someone who converts um, is. Um, is permitted is considered like a totally new person and um, is not um, wouldn't be liable for any punishment if he has relations with someone with whom a, a goy would be liable to, for for if he had relations with them. Halacha yod bet din Torah shemutal lager sheisa imo achotom imoshni keiru. The Torah law is that um, a convert. Um, is permitted to marry his mother or his sister from his mother if they 
um, also convert. But Hachamim forbade this in order for people not to say that he had, that for either the people, yeah, for the people or the convert themselves to say that we they've gone from a more stringent kedusha to a more lenient one. Because back then, meaning before he was Jewish, she would have been forbidden to be with him. And today, she is permissible to be with him. Also a ger who has relations with his mother or his sister while they are not Jewish. Um, and he converted. Um, it's as if he had relations with um, with a regular goya halakha yod gima ketsad din hagerim ba'arayot shel she'er basar what exactly is the law in regards to gerim um, with relatives im ha im haya nasui kesha'ya goy le'imo o la'achoto v'nitgayeru mafrichinotan if he was married while he was a goy to his mother or to his sister and they all converted. We separate them. As we mentioned in the in, in Perek, no, in previously in the yes, as we mentioned previously. Yes, in the previous halacha. Because again, Chachamim forbade it. But if he was married to any other relative and they converted, um, while they were again, yeah, and they converted together, um, we don't separate them. No, Mehila. Mehila, we are in the previous halacha. Yes. Halacha Yodalit. Ger Asur. Chachamim forbade a ger um, to be with any of his relatives from his mother's side after he converted. But he is permitted to have relations with a relative from his father's side. Even if he knows for sure that um, this is in fact a relative from his father's side. For example, twins, that it is clear that they both have the same father. Despite this, Chachamim did not make a for relatives from the father's side. Therefore, a ger can marry um, his Aunt from his, yes, the wife of his brother of his father. So his aunt, basically. Or the wife of his father's brother, or the wife of his father. Or the wife of his son, even though they um, they did this marriage with his brother or his father or his 
father's brother or his son after they also became um, Gerim. So too, the sister of his mother by his father, or his sister by his father, or his convert daughter are permitted to him. But he is forbidden to marry his sister from his mother, or his mother's sister by his, her mother, or the wife of his brother by his mother, if this brother by his mother married her after he had be, after he had converted. But if his brother married her while he was a goy, she is permitted um, to be with him. Halacha tet zayin. If twin brothers were conceived while their mother was a Goya, but were born after their mother had become Jewish and she converted, they are liable if one marries the wife of the other again because they were born as Jews. If someone marries um, a woman convert and her daughter who converted, or two sisters by one mother, he has to he can live with one of them, but he has to divorce the other in each set. If he married um, a giyoret um, and she died, this person can marry um, her mother or her daughter because Hanim only made this gezera while they are still alive, while the woman herself is still alive. No, yes. And an individual is permitted to marry two sisters who converted from the father's side. Because again, Hanim did not um, make the gezer, extend the gezera to um, relatives from the father, as we mentioned in um, in a few halachot ago. Halachayot het hasheniot kulan lo gazru alehen bagirut. Any secondary um, people who would be arayot to him again um, as a sheniya. Uh, Hahamim did not um, prohibit them. Um, with in regards to a ger, therefore a ger is permitted to marry his mother's mother, um, as this is one of the shiriyot. Uh, so too, um, a ger again can marry his can marry a woman convert and her maternal grandmother or her daughters. Granddaughter, so too um, with any of the um, sheniyot. Halacha yod tet ha'eved mutar lisa imo keshehu eved. A servant may marry his mother while he is still a servant. And we also don't need to mention that he can marry his daughter or his sister or anything of that sort. Because he um, 
left the status of being, he doesn't have the status of a Goy anymore. And um, therefore, um, unions or marriages that are forbidden to a Goy are not, are no longer forbidden to him. Veloba uh, and he also doesn't have the status of a full-fledged Jew. Uh, in order for him to, um, in order for any of the uh, forbidden relationships of a ger to be um, placed on this type of individual. So pretty much um, anything goes with an Evid, as again, uh, he can marry his uh, mother while he is an Evid. If he can marry his mother, you can pretty much any, marry anyone else again because he's left the left um, the status of a goy um, and is still not a full fledged Jew. So it's pretty much in the type of limbo stage that none of the none none of the forbidden relationships apply to him. And Harambam here mechilai. Um, I retract what I just mentioned a moment ago. Rambam here says that it seems to him that if a servant has relations with a, another male or with an animal, he um, is liable for death because both of these um, forbidden uh, relations um, are f they fully apply to everyone, uh, be it a Jew or a non-Jew. So again, pretty much anything goes for a servant aside from a servant who was freed, he is considered um, like a convert. Any relation that is forbidden for a ger is also forbidden for them. Um, and anything that is permitted for gerim is also permitted for um, for them. Uh, an individual can um, give uh, his uh, female servant to his male servant or to the servant of his friend, and he can give um, the servant to multiple, um, the female servant to multiple male servants. Um, again, these male servants are um, servant are avadim kenaanim. Um, you can do so, um, and these avadim kenaanim don't require um, anything. And again, if anyone wants more detail, Hanambam um, says this explicitly in Echot Avadim Peregima that this applies only to avadim kenaanim, not to avadim yehudim, um, because they are regarded as um, as cattle or, or as um, property, because um, the laws of union and um, marriage don't apply to them. And it doesn't matter if um, this shivha was designated to this evid or uh, she wasn't designated at all. Because marriage only applies to Jews or to goyim in regards to other goyim, but it doesn't apply to servants with servants or servants marrying servants or um, servants um, marrying um, Jews. Amen.